0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
1: Name one truly funny woman. No, I refuse to answer this question with
2: a list. It's insulting. You wouldn't ask an Asian person to give you a list of good Asian drivers.
1: Gary Chang, Jing Chu, Roy Chun. Stop it.
0: Episode 292
1: the moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes 30 minutes every time Catherine revved up the microwave i'd piss my pants and forget who i was for a half hour or so it's 30 minutes away i'll be there in 10 10.
3: is this a five minute argument or a full half hour
1: you have 30 minutes to move your car your car you have 30 minutes to move your cube your cube
0: you are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode, there's always room for jello.
3: And now my Rat, bang,
2: and video. Really? What's all that about?
3: Oh no, let's just let's just make fart noises.
0: Did you hear that? <laughs> mm. You know, it's getting close to time for that movie. Hey, you know, uh uh this is uh only slightly off topic. Um I uh spent about 5 minutes uh explaining to Zoe how to do a good Yoda impression yesterday.
3: And how did how did that direction mm-hmm. go?
0: Well, um cuz Zoe was talking about uh, uh doing a Yoda impression and and I said Step one: You've got to close your voice up, so you talk like you got to just put the clamps on your throat, so you talk like this, and then you make it gravelly. So you Zoe. you make it gravelly, so you, uh, you sound like an old man who's got throat damage or maybe a stoma,
1: and then you have <laughs> to switch up.
0: Then you have to switch up your 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 adjectives and your adverbs. Switch up your adjectives and adverbs you must.
3: <laughs> so, Zoe, can we hear Zoe? Zoe's here right now. Zoe, we'd love to hear your Yoda. Hit
0: us with some Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us with some Yoda.
1: Come on. Come on. Don't be afraid.
0: We'd settle We'd settle for the, the penguins. Okay, give us the penguins first.
3: Jimmy Changas, these pillars are filled with baby birds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with baby what? Have you, have, you, have you seen Madagascar 3? No, of course haven't. you haven't. Okay, that movie, funny by the way. They're having a really? pillow fight. They're having a pillow fight in a in a hotel room in uh, Monaco. Okay, Baby what, what, is, what is Sage's?
1: To no. home, to home, to home. home. Cheeseburger.
2: Is that from Madagascar 3?
1: To home. home, cheeseburgers. <laughs> is that Madagascar 3? <laughs> yes.
3: You know the people who gave I us some, money for that mixer—they're going to want it back.
2: Yeah,
1: they might. I, I know. just
3: might. <laughs> okay, so are you up to doing uh, some Yoda? Let's hear like Yoda. Sure. Uh, give me a sentence.
0: Okay. Um, um, all my allowance,
1: give back. I will. All my allowance? <laughs> wait, what? She's no! like,
3: wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> Is this an oral contract?
2: <laughs> this is not cool. Give me a different one. <laughs> give me a di- give me a different one, you must. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. High fives, right
3: here. Oh nice. Her now wait, Sage has one. Let's Sage give us one. My face is
2: red. I my tum. I am so hungry.
3: I am gonna out. No! <laughs> Actually, would not mind that too much. No. Oh, that's no. a brother sister <laughs> thing. Okay. Um, okay. Do. Uh, do, do a uh, shiny red Corvette. My parents will never buy me. Wait, what? Shiny red Corvette. Shiny red Corvette. My parents will never buy me.
1: Shiny red Corvette. My parents will never buy me.
3: <laughs> do you know what a Corvette is? Nice. It's a type of car. Yeah, it's a very, yes. it's a very cool car.
0: So, you know. just we're not going to buy her a red one because, you know, you know, police officers see the color red, so, you know. We might buy our a, a, a stealth one, a black one.
3: Your daughter's a ham. Oh,
0: Yeah. So, anyway. So we we missed uh we missed you kids uh, last week. Uh, it's nice to have you uh with us.
3: Goodbye. Is
0: it really? Okay.
3: Yeah, for 5 minutes. Oh, did you feed the dogs, Bill? Did you feed, feed dogs? Them? I did not. <laughs> Didn't they yesterday? Oh, these <laughs> are the kind of dogs you have to feed every day. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, and they they expect it. the The sense of entitlement of those two is <laughs> sickening.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: and they do. It's like every day. It's like
3: it's so funny your brain will explode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh. (laughs) Welcome to episode 292. Eight away from the big 300, Frank.
3: Yeah, we got guys. We need some input from you. Tell us what should we do for episode 300? A couple of weeks ago, we
2: we mentioned the episode in which we would announce what the listeners told us they wanted. Do you remember what episode that was? I think that was
3: 96. I believe so. Yeah, because we were going to go up to 95, take him... Process them, figure yeah. out which would work, and in '96 we were going to decide. Yes. So, guys, just send us suggestions in too. Halfourways at gmail dot com. We'll figure something out. But
0: make it fast because show tunes don't write themselves. Okay. That's right.
3: Baby. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm talking about.
3: Okay. We got lots of. Sorry. Bill teased. All melody, all the time. Bill teased last week. Why don't we untease? Do you want to just get go right to that? It.
2: Let's go right into. Do why... want do you want
3: to yeah. you want to do away? You want to take
0: care of the the mystery of the Jello that is alive? Yeah. What? Okay. Now, what if I told you that maybe that tease was slightly misleading? Oh.
3: Uh, that, that,
0: then I would want to punch would you. Would that damage your trust in me? A little bit, although
3: did, our trust <laughs> in you, Bill.
1: Did you uh,
0: pull? You can't uh, no, possibly say it's unexpected, though. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, you cannot, cannot prove. prove. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. You cannot prove that Jello is legally brain dead, and therefore, <laughs> it's possible that it's alive. Okay. So here's the deal. Now, All you right, can't legally no, prove no, that my
3: hand is brain dead. No.
0: Look, in, in the world, in in the world of modern medicine or or ancient medicine, um, if you happen to be a barber of York, um, you're in the same fix as modern medicine. The line between life and death, in terms of a doctor saying this person is alive, this person is not alive, um, is actually not the black and white thing that you would think it would be. Um, You know, when exactly uh, a person stops being a person and uh, is simply a bundle of Mm -hmm. random reflexes. Is determined most of the time by an electroencephalogram or an EEG for short. Okay? The problem is that um, uh, if you only use an, an, an electroencephalogram, then that electroencephalogram considers gelatin to be legally alive. Okay, why is, why is that? Because an electroencephalogram, or EEG, uh, measures tiny electric impulses um, uh, that our neurons make in our brains. Different frequencies and patterns uh, are normal for different levels of consciousness. EEGs are used oftentimes to diagnose sleep disorders and seizure disorders. Uh, they can also identify and track brain injuries and neurodegenerative diseases, and um, and they've also uh, been used predominantly as one of the ways to determine whether or not unresponsive patients still have enough brain quality or brain activity to qualify as alive. Um, and this is not new news, which why it's being uh, released now is a story uh, is, is mysterious to me. Um, in 1974, Dr. Adrian Upton used an EEG to demonstrate that gelatin could give off enough brain power to qualify as alive. This is true. Um, now, here's the here's one of the tricks. Uh, he tried the same demonstration uh, with regular gelatin in 1969 uh, to very little attention, um, and it didn't work. But in 1974, he used a molded dome of lime jello eh, because lime jello is more photogenic um, than a regular gelatin. But... Here's the trick. Uh, you attach an EEG to Jello, and um, it produces things that look like alpha waves. And uh, those of you who are into uh, physioanatomy know that uh, those are the waves that an awake human will produce when they're resting and have their eyes closed. It's a, Your story has become tiresome. It, it's a well-known fact that listening to music increases alpha, level, uh, alpha wave levels in humans.
3: Okay. Your story has
0: become tiresome. Anyway. So the point is that uh is that gelatin in an EEG uh does appear to be alive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And this Your is story why has become tiresome. Yeah. And this is why we can't Oh. Use an EEG to determine if a human is alive because you might as well have uh, just a dome of Jello plugged in. You now your story s- has become tiresome. Who, who is that? Who I'm is sorry, that? That's,
2: that's
0: I don't even know who that is. Okay. All right.
2: That's Dieter from Sprockets. So, so here's the deal. Now is the time when Sprockets would be done. Your yes. story has become
0: Tyson. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I've been
2: okay. waiting and waiting and waiting to play that soundbite. So months. for those
0: of you um, who have brains made of gelatin, um, you're safe.
2: Your story has become tiresome.
0: Oh dang it! <laughs> I, you know, I'd like to think I proved my point, and um, you know, I'm happy with the presentation so far. Okay,
3: so oh. I could keep going. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Sorry, Bill. That's, that was funny. That was, no, I'm not fist bumping <laughs> Bill that. will not fist bump me because... Take your fist and...
0: No, okay, never mind. <laughs> um,
3: you you kind of... Okay, I'm going to deconstruct that. You lost right. me after about 30 seconds. Okay. You, you, I, I was trying to stick in there. Okay, according
0: to an EEG, uh, Jell-O processes enough uh, voltage to... Uh, uh, trip and EG, which uh, gotcha. in humans uh, means that they're still alive. Gotcha. Okay, that so, makes a lot more sense. Yes. so I, I could have said that all in in eleven seconds, but why? We've got at least a half hour to kill, and what I, I, I just I just killed off a good solid ten minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easy. I'm uh So you're well. You know me.
2: I'm a big fan of brevity. That was a nice laugh. That was a yeah. good hearty. I got it. I got your your. It got my blood pumping. What Got were your punches
0: you going? Yeah, it did. What were you guys laughing about? Was the cat do something? Or no, what it it was just timing.
3: There? I With just you guys, telling that
0: story. I don't know. I just I'm, I'm into this story. I'm <laughs> deep into it, and all of a sudden, you guys are just red faced over there. And I didn't know what was going on, so I figured to be a quality broadcaster, <laughs> I would just keep going, you know. And you guys could, you know, you guys could just just get out of your system, yeah. And, you know, I would just I would keep the keep the boat float until you guys you know came you know rode back.
3: That was that was circumstances. It was just Brad playing. It just was fucking. Uh-huh. It's like w- w- when you fart at a funeral. It's okay. just hilarious. Hey, you know my yeah. my dad's parents
2: passed away yeah. within eight days of each other yeah. um, a few months ago. <clears throat> my uncle
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> he had forgotten to silence his cell phone, and it it went mm. off in the middle of one of their funerals. Mm. Who did? My uncle.
0: Oh, my
2: my mother's brother, not the son of one of the dead people, but mm-hmm. my mother's brother. He forgot to silence his cell phone, and wow. it went off in the in the middle of the funeral. Was it a song? It was a melody of some <laughs> sort. Okay, it wasn't. <laughs> I've got the power. No, <laughs> it was one of <laughs> the, <Apple laughs> <by> the <laughs> It one of those.
3: I've got the power.
2: And it wasn't that.
3: Bop, 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 bop.
2: Yeah, it was Hanson.
3: Bop, bop. Nope, oh, oh. By the way,
0: um, just just to continue along with my story, uh, my my scientific uh, treatise, um, uh, you can see uh, meaningful brain activity in a dead salmon. So, you know, I don't know what the Jello thing tells you. Other than um, you know, again. If you have if you have lime jello instead of a brain you're okay. Can we jump to another item on your on your action list? Yeah, action got, item Oh I mean, yeah, Oh yeah,
3: this else. is based on Bill's action and list. And I can't I can't so.
0: find that email, so I have Ten no idea what's going on here. 10 reasons Snoop Dogg is not oh, endorsing Oh, I better find these and, and Mitt uh, Romney. kids uh, uh uh parents wake your children and have them listen to this segment because uh, Ten this is reasons. So yeah, Bill yeah,
3: Bill provided this list. The Bill from the is the jello in complete
2: control of yeah. episode 292. And, uh, no, you yes. let her rip!
0: Uh, let's see. I'm still looking for it.
2: I'm actually like seeing stars from laughing so hard. <laughs> you got ten. red face. You got good red face. Ten reasons Snoop Dogg is not endorsing Rip Mitt Romney. Right. Um, Number ten. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Is this a video? No, no, no. Something this you was can read. Use your best Snoop Dogg Vizzle. Were there vizzles in it? Snoop this was uh um, Hey, you guys oh, know wait. why Snoop Dogg uh uses an uh, what he uses an umbrella for? No, why? Faux
3: drizzle. <laughs> 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 uh, hey no, wait, he's not Snoop Dogg anymore, right? Uh, yeah, no, he's still Snoop. I haven't no, heard, this. I haven't heard Dogg, this. Yeah. I thought he changed his name. To what? It's like
0: Oh, my Lord. Snoop,
2: Snoop Dragon or something like no, that. No, I've not heard that. You better research that. Okay. Yeah.
3: Snoop Dogg's new name.
2: Maybe we should...
3: Siri, mm-hmm. what is Snoop Dogg's new name?
2: Maybe we Snoop should... Snoop Lion. We should
3: have given you a heads up. Oh, a little bit. Um, here you go. Here's some, here, listen to this. Listen oh, to this. Oh, it's an advertisement. Hold on, we got to wait fifteen seconds for the YouTube advertisement to go away. Okay, I've got oh, it. I just—I was
0: looking. I had a website that. Exclusively on Verizon
3: Wireless 4G hold on, it's coming. Hold what's on.
0: what's going on over there? I'm gonna
3: play, speak to all,
0: talking about you know, there's this thing called a one of these. Bow, bow,
1: bow, bow. My life is in stages. You know what I mean? We the jury in above and title action finding defendant Calvin Brodus not guilty of the crime of murder in the first degree.
3: I don't know what this
2: is.
1: Did you vet this first? You probably
2: should have done some research
1: before
2: you wasted our listeners' time.
1: Wasted? I am
2: pulling your microphone down for the next 30 seconds. Go ahead, Bill. This is
0: so cool. This usually happens to me. so I'm, I'm pretty happy. Um... Yes. What what's going on over there? You good, Frank? Okay. Alright, I'm gonna keep going here. Alright. Uh the thing is, uh, uh what this was was uh Snoop, I don't know where this was um where this was published, but this is a handwritten list by Snoop Dogg. And I found a website that, that actually like printed out um and it was a lot easier to read. Not that his handwriting is bad. Um it's just it's a It's like an Instagram pic of a a sheet of paper that he wrote, uh, 10 Reasons Why I'm Not Voting for Romney and 10 Reasons Why I'm Voting for Obama. The thing I think is amusing is that apparently, uh, uh, for whatever you think of uh, Snoop Doggy Dog's list, um, he has at least spent some time considering who he's going to vote for, which is more than probably about 90% of the people out there in America can say. So whether you agree with those reasons or not, I'll give him this, at least he's thought through it. So, Brad, I'm warning you, this is going to require some beeping on your part. Go ahead and keep it Please real. Please put the beeps in, <laughs> Go or ahead. I will be fired. Go ahead and keep it real, Okay. and I will bleep. I'm going to keep it real in the his house, in the in the and resume. Hey, I'll bleep him if I got him. All right, brother. All right, so uh, why I'm not voting for Romney by Snoop Dogg? Reason number one, he a So we good so far? Got a beep out of the way there? All right. Reason number two, this is Mitt. <laughs> sure for mittens. Reason number
2: three, horse. Wait a minute. Mitch
0: Romney, Mitt. He's got a dressage horse, okay? He has a horse that dances? Yes, dressage are dancing horses. This I did not know. And
2: and Snoop Dogg has a problem with this? And
0: and I've I've talked to people. Apparently, the process of training a horse to to dressage is borderline torture. Wow. So so there you go. Um, Reason number four, he... Does he have any uh,
2: evidence of this?
0: No. uh, How is he measuring the... Dangerous, by the way, to judge someone based merely on appearances. Um, that's what I find. As I'm sitting here looking at uh, pictures of what looks like Miley Cyrus in a cat Halloween costume, <laughs> she looks awful. <laughs> um, reason number five He looks like he's all the time. I think this guy has an issue with Mitt Romney. I don't think he likes him on the surface. I don't maybe he needs to get to know him better. Because that's the thing, you know, you you don't know somebody, you're inclined to uh, uh fear and uh sometimes hate what you don't understand. So, what we need to do is get these guys together for a nice lunch. Maybe they could go to Chick-fil-A or Lubie's or something and, you know, maybe over over some you know, some pot roast or something, uh, you know, they could uh, hash out some uh, some disagreements. That cat wants to eat that gerbil. Oh, that cat definitely wants to eat the gerbil. You that's know that that's e- not part of the list, by the way.
3: Talking about fearing what we don't understand? Right. That's how I feel about electricity. You should fear it. <laughs> yeah. What is it? It's like mm-hmm. magic <clears throat> blood
0: that's, for wires. Right. That's why I'm scared of my Ooh, television. Magic blood for Because I word. don't understand it. Um, okay, uh, reason number six, uh, this. I think here are that's, sorry. That's also reason number two, just for the record. Uh, reason number seven. I'm sorry, did you have anything to say, Frank? No, he just repeated himself, so it's a nine Reason number seven, he always interrupts and talks over people like he's better than them. Now listen here. Wow. That's reason seven. Um... Reason number eight is my personal favorite on this list. Uh, I do have a sister-in-law and a uh, brother-in-law um, that are Mormons, much like Mitt. So uh, this strikes close to home for me. Uh, reason number eight: He's a Mormon, but he ain't. Okay. So apparently, you have to you have to be a oh because they're You have to, to start. You have to start in, in the HBO series Big Love. Does that to qualify a beep? as a Mormon? I would like to beep the final word in that. Okay, uh, number, okay. Number eight, if okay. you don't mind me. Um, number nine, <laughs> this is also a good one. He reminds me of every boss I ever hated. Wow. And um, uh, reason number 10, this mitt. Again. Hey, your wife so likes you, by the way.
2: She does? I just posted that picture of you I put on Facebook. Oh, that's she sweet. She goes, I know I'm four feet away, but I love this picture.
0: Oh, that's Aww. sweet. Would you like to hear the get a ten- room? Would you like to hear the ten reasons why he's voting for Obama? Not really. Yeah. Okay. No, we're done with this. Let's move on to another topic. L- okay. Well, uh, let me give you this one. Reason number nine: He smokes Newports. Okay. So that's pretty awesome. You wanted to talk about this? Yes. Definitely. I hold in my hand the... Okay, see the sticker in the bottom left of it? See the see the top two lines of that sticker? The headline on that sticker, as it were? Questions w- will be answered. That's also the tagline of the ad campaign touting <laughs> yes. the home Blu-ray release. And that is my question. Uh, are questions answered? We are talking
2: about the four-disc yeah. collector's edition of the new Prometheus mm. Blu-ray. Contains the 3D Blu-ray, the regular Blu-ray, the DVD,
0: and the digital copy. Yeah, I actually went. I went back to the Dollar Theater by myself uh, about a month or so ago, and I watched that movie a second time. Now, on the back, specifically here, to try and
2: figure it out. On the back here, it says, "Discover answers through revealing commentaries, yes, and deleted scenes, including an alternate beginning and ending." Okay. Now, I have not watched the movie itself, nor have I listened to the commentaries. Yeah, okay. I have watched the deleted scenes. Yes. There are some very interesting things that they've deleted. The alternate beginning is very interesting.
3: So tell us about it. Describe it. Is it
2: is it uh, exposition or is it uh, action? It's both. There are both in the in the alternate in the uh, deleted scenes. Okay. Um, There's a different version of one of the scenes. Um, I don't want to going to specifics because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who really might want to be interested in this. Spoiler alert. Well, they the, the
0: DVD has been out for at least a week and a half by now.
2: Yeah. Um, if there are any questions answered in the deleted scenes in the alternate beginning and ending, yeah. then I don't know what the questions are.
0: Oh, son of a gun. Now, now Bill, now
2: listen. It it says through revealing commentaries answers will be given. Now, like I said, I haven't listened to the commentaries, okay. so maybe okay. the the producers um and let's see. The commentaries uh two audio commentaries by director producer Ridley Scott. Okay. And then one by the writers John Spathes and Damon Lindelof.
0: Wait a minute. Two, are there? You're saying there are two. Th- there are two separate audio
2: tracks that you can listen to. You can watch the movie. Okay, okay. Uh, without the commentary. Okay, so Ridley Scott does just one. Yes. Okay. Then right. you can watch okay. the movie again with a Ridley Scott commentary. Makes then you can watch it a third time with the John Spathes and Damon Lindelof commentary. Okay.
3: Now, Bill, what are some of the questions that you have that maybe Brad can answer? Because he's well, a just, fan no, of the No, just the the
0: classic. The. <clears throat> the the questions that have, you know, you know, what is, what is actually happening in that movie? I think is, this is the main question. Again, I went back and I saw it a second time. I think one of the questions I, I have is, uh, why Ridley Scott, who is such a smart director, um, has a bunch of his characters doing incongruously dumb things during the movie. The geologist, <laughs> who has the flying tracking devices is the one who gets lost. You know, it's like, is this on purpose? It's almost, it's the same thing. It's like George Lucas, is that really the wooden acting performance you wanted out of Hayden Christensen in the prequels? You know, it's like at some point you've got to assume that, that, that what's on screen, what you're watching is what the director wanted. And the director clearly thought to himself, this is it print that. So, you know, is there a reason why some of these uh some of these bits in Prometheus that seemed like very large logical gaffes in the movie why they happened the way they did? you know uh our, our poor our our poor heroine who literally staples her own stomach up, which is gross, by the way. but you know, 30 seconds after she staples her freaking body back together. She's running and right. jumping and hiding and crouching and bending and moving. And how is she not at least bleeding out, if not flat out ripping back open? Right. And, you know, every now and again you see her wince or grimace as if her tummy is hurting. But there appears to be no, you know, other physiological issues beyond just the the discomfort of it. You know, I mean, just things like that. You know, things that seem very, very commonsensical. Uh, to me Um, now you know that's balanced out by some things I thought he did that were really cool like um, uh, when um, dude comes back to the ship and he's clearly infected and he says burn me you know he says kill me don't let me back in the ship I'm infected and the classic movie trope is no we'll get you back in the infirmary and we'll take all our precautions and you'll be just you just need to rest right you know no, man. Charlize Theron comes out and she burns his rump down with a flamethrower. And I'm going, wow, I did not expect that. I mean, that's one way to make sure, you know, it's like, it's, it's a classic horror movie thing where the, the contagion or the organism always gets back on the ship. And she took some pretty extreme steps to make sure that he did not get back on the ship. And it was like, that's really cool. You know, that was unexpected. You know, I give him a lot of credit for that. So it was such it, it was such a, a there's so many points where I thought Ridley, this is unexpected and smarter than I than I, I would have thought, and then there it's balanced by just ex, you know the same number of places where I go, Ridley, what were you thinking? It's like I've I've got to think that you did that on purpose, but I don't understand why.
2: All right. So anyway, well, I will listen to the commentaries and then report in. Okay, because there is a deleted mm-hmm. scene where you see Charlize Theron kind of processing. That okay. basically the yeah. the killing of that one guy by burning him. She's, okay. it it there's a scene where it basically you see the effects it has on her.
0: Do they show her upgrading to Io six?
3: Yes. Does she? Um, so
2: she is a robot. <laughs> no, she's not. She and it, it it is pretty much confirmed. Yeah, that she actually is. Okay. Way, uh, she Wayland's daughter.
0: daughter. Daughter. Yeah. So she is biological. She's not a synthesoid or whatever. Now, Correct. now that interesting now that okay. aspect. So Johnny of, M's going to have to suck on that, <coughs> right. right? That that aspect Love of the you,
3: movie Johnny. where he, you don't know if she is a you know human or a robot. Yes. I did like that. That that leads a lot of discussion and stuff. I I like that. I, yeah, the movie was a little too flawed for me to kind of for a lot of reasons you just said, Bill. It, you know, I. I wanted to like it, but it just there were just too many of those little like logical. Come on! And, and for me,
0: please. I was it wasn't so much that I liked the movie, but I was incredibly interested by it. Yeah, you know, I think that outweighs the fact that that it was disappointing emotionally to me. You know, there, there's a great there's a great catharsis you get out of out of the movie Alien, and Aliens is just horror slash fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, Alien Three is depressing and Alien Four is just Alien 3 is, shake your head. Alien three is highly underrated. I am not saying it's not a good movie. I know. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a big David Fincher fan, as you
2: well know. To answer your questions, See. some of the questions that you still have have not been answered by the things I've seen okay. from the disc, but I haven't seen all of them. Okay, because that's pretty bold-faced claim there, it, because it's, it's all over the commercials, too.
0: Yeah. Questions
2: will
1: be answered this yeah. Tuesday on well, Blu-ray. That, as far as DVD. I'm concerned,
2: that remains to be seen
0: by anything I've...
1: Okay. But it
2: looks beautiful.
0: And honestly, there are so many questions that I don't know that... Unless he like took a laundry list to go, okay, question number one, here's the deal. It looks beautiful, the Blu-ray... That's cool.
3: Now, Brad, you, I know you don't have a 3D uh, DVD player, but do you have access to one to nope. where you could watch?
2: No. I bought the 3D version for a couple of reasons. One is there's a documentary on this version that's not on the regular version. Oh, no kidding. And I intend on being prepared in case I do end up with a 3D TV
3: gotcha. at some point. Someday.
2: Now it's, like uh, maybe it'll
3: become stock like tvs will just come yes. in 3d well you know yeah.
0: there i don't know how it's going to happen but you know you've already i don't know i don't know if i'm echoing the thoughts of of the the great uh nationwide uh, uh listeners of half hour wasted but uh i'm not terribly interested in a 3d television until it does not require glasses
3: yeah, and they I'm do have that.
0: the technology because. Really. Well, yeah, uh, uh, a Nintendo 3DS. That's true. The 3D that, is pretty good.
2: That stuff hurts my eyes, man.
0: Well, but the, have you ever have you ever played with a 3DS? Yeah, it hurts my eyes. Okay, well, in that yeah. case, maybe it'll never be for you. Well, and of course, t- these 3D TVs, you can switch the 3D on and off, right. so you can you can always make a 3D 2D if you want to.
3: Toshiba. I heard a while back, had yeah. developed a 3D television without glasses, but yes. it's still in its infancy. Right. But they had developed it, and they just got to get it to where, you know, it's consumer affordable. Yeah, I mean, and, it's, it's
0: clearly, you know, one of these days, you're going to be able to buy a, a 3D television that does not require glasses, and then that'll be really cool. You know, and one thing about uh, the 3D experience, though, and I'm I'm sure I am not the first person to bring this up, but one of the reasons why I'm just not interested in 3D in my living room is because... There's a huge difference between being in a dark theater with no distractions. And the theater takes up about half of your field of vision. You know, that screen does. Uh, whereas you come home and it's, uh, you know, sun is streaming through the, the, the window in your front door. And, you know, the kids are wanting you to pour them a bowl of cereal. And the dogs are barking. And, uh, you know, it's just phones ringing. And, you know, every 15 seconds you're having to stop it to do this or that. Um, that's just, that's awful. And I just, I can't imagine having to take those glasses off and put them back on, take them off, put it back on. And, you know, for the love of Pete, some of those glasses are battery powered. And that, that's, that's, what, that's the thing I don't get. How they haven't standardized, you know, I, I don't know exactly what the technology is they use in movie theaters. Where they use, you know, the, with the polarized glasses, mm-hmm. they basically have little tiny invisible lines in them you know or, or the it's the, the the flicker rate um of the screen uh, interacts differently with each lens i think because of like the 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 way it directs the light through the lens into your eyes so the light from one arrives you know a couple of nanoseconds after the other one and yada 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 um the current technology in movie theaters is pretty good especially for uh animated stuff animated stuff looks incredible in 3d and um uh Live action stuff looks pretty darn good if it's shot on a three D camera. So well, you know uh um, not breaking any new ground there.
3: Um they did a lot of, of Avengers three D post okay because the three D cameras were just it they just took too long to set up. Really? They only did a few scenes in three D Holy cow. And then they said, Screw it, we'll just post it. Wow. It's so like the, so uh... it was a retro it was a retro for the most part of that movie it's retro three D. Ew. Yuck.
2: But it looked decent.
3: Did it? Yeah. I don't think I saw
0: it in... Th- I did not see The Avengers in 3D. The but one time I saw it was in 2D, and then uh, I never did get to the... Uh, the. It's over the Dollar Theater, I think, still. Oh,
3: no way. It's still showing?
0: Yeah, I think so. It may have just left, but it was over there for a while. Um, but The Amazing Spider-Man is at the Dollar Theater right now, and I wonder if it's still in 3D because I didn't see that one in 3D either, and I would kind of like to.
3: The... Um Josh Wheaton was saying it in the commentary that it, it the camera just took a long time yeah. to set up the 3D camera and they would lose Okay. You know, a uh, uh, a production day is normally that, 12 hours long. You'd lose that golden hour or whatever, huh? Well, and you know, normally they spend anywhere from 2 to 3 hours on camera setup. It's yeah. double that for the 3D. Yeesh. So, I mean, you're talking 4 that 6 hours. Me it it seems like it would
0: have to be technical issues with the camera because
3: and it may have been that, because setting
0: but, it up you know the process of, of saying put the camera there build this track you know or whatever you know mount it on the crane you know i don't know why you know the it's 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 still one unit now maybe film loading is a cumbersome process but again you would think that that with the explosion of 3D theaters and 3D technology and, and all that that someone would be working feverishly on making the process of creating a 3D movie as simple as a 2D movie.
3: I didn't I d did, I was under the impression that was all digital, so they do shoot film.
0: Um I don't know. Maybe three D is digital. That's a good question. I, I don't I don't know, know the I, answer to
3: that. I have I have very little interest in 3D. I
0: assumed it was I assume they're still shooting, you know, PanaVision, you know, Panaf- whatever, Aeroflex, uh blah blah. Um, the, the, the catch is that you're just shooting two lenses, but maybe it isn't, uh, um, I mean, I'm sure they could do it on film. Um, heck, maybe they do it on video. It's, uh, honestly a question I never asked. I just always assume that, well, it's a movie, so it's shot on film and that, that'll be the case for another uh, two or three years. So enjoy while it lasts. Yeah. So I guess if maybe someone knows they could let us know. Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, have you uh, so you bought the Avengers yeah. disc? Clearly, um, has your rating of that movie gone up any on second or third reflection? No, Feel free it, to say no. It's
3: it, it's about the same. It, Interesting. It's, um, you know, it, it may have dropped just a little bit. Really? Yeah. It's wow. Just, it's just I'm not here to beat char- you up over bringing it. those characters together. Is just. You just still the, can't the stand story The storytelling huh? story is just hurting. It just hurts a little bit.
0: Wow. Okay. Because there were a couple parts the first I well, we got. Hello. Hello?
3: Hey. Hello. Hi, Brad, I'm, I'm Satan. Satan. Okay, Satan. Okay. Let's do some evil <laughs> stuff.
2: I'm just making you sound like an idiot because you're sounding like an idiot with the things you're saying. Oh, oh. Brad, I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry. It's
0: just
2: Brad,
3: sad. I'm sorry you, you need, need a hug? hug. No, but Bra- how can
2: you not like the Avengers?
3: Bra- well, mostly it's, it's the, the plot, plot and not the story. story. No, no I'm sorry. sorry. Not, not the characters. The character. It's the plot that is that just kind of hurts me a little bit. It's just motivations of characters and stuff. It's great to see all these superheroes on screen. I just wish that the story bringing them together was just a little more cohesive. Because at times it just, you know, it's like, so why did they send Hawkeye to go bring down the helicarrier? Why did they even need to do that? You know, it's, it's all these little motivations that just kind of feel not tied in.
0: Yeah. I wasn't looking. Um... I, I
3: was excited. I mean, you know, it's a big event to see all these heroes together. That's fun. I just wish the story had just been a little, it just feels not that tidy to me. Like, it's great when you can walk out of a movie, like something like Indiana Jones, the, the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. You walk out of that, and you're like, yes! You know, wasn't it cool when he did that, and he did this, and, and the plot makes sense. But when you're questioning, like, so why did that character do th- Why did he okay. go there? Did he do that? Wait,
0: but couldn't he have done, you know? And see, the, the, the couple of moments that I thought dragged a touch, or... Because I think if I... I remember right. I gave it like four and a half out of five reverse flashes. I mean, I gave it almost a perfect grade when we did our original reviews, and I'm absolutely sticking with that. Uh, uh, the couple of moments in the movie that I thought were borderline superfluous uh, on first screening didn't bother me hardly at all second time around. Um, like the uh, the original battle between uh, Iron Man and Thor, and yeah, I, I understand. I've heard the uh, the rumor. Maybe 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 Joss has confirmed it. That the reason that that fight was in there was because the studio made him do it. That's in the commentary. It it wasn't okay. Yeah, it wasn't part of his grand vision for the movie. The studio said, "We've got to have Thor and Iron Man square off and punch each other." He goes,
3: "Okay, I'll find a way to shoehorn it into the movie." Then that does that doesn't bother me. It's just yeah, plot motivations, and you 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 want the plot to be you know good. You just don't have to question it too much.
0: And yeah, not to go back and beat that dead horse again, but. Uh, the difference between you and me was I, I enjoyed the journey of getting the the, uh, the the band together. And um so I just I again I watched that movie and uh that movie was exhilarating. I mean, I just I, I wanted to stand up and cheer. It was like watching a, a great episode of Chuck or Farscape. It's just at the end you're just you're pumping your fist and you're going, Yeah, that was awesome. What a great, you know, what a great way to spend two hours of my life. You know. Those two hours you can have them. It was totally worth it. You know, so, uh, so that's where I'm at. So I had a good time with it. Um, I'd like to thank uh, I'd like to thank Joss Whedon for making that movie.
3: Mm, I, Unlike, I guess I'd like to thank him for making it too. <laughs> I just I you know I just wish it had been written differently.
0: <clears throat> hey, don't worry, Mark uh, Mark Miller's going to do this all mm. so much better. Over at Fox, he's going to make Joss Whedon look like a piker. I'm totally kidding. Brad. Brad's brows are
3: furled right now.
0: And it has he's, nothing he's to do with even you. Thought, okay,
2: trying to good. redeem something and it's not redeeming.
3: You're trying oh, to get no. your ultraviolet copy of... He's trying, to, oh, I, thought trying to, I thought you were
0: trying to... I thought you are trying to totally redeem yourself.
3: Now, when you... Do you are is, you trying to score oh, wait, soundtrack? It's through iTunes? I thought it was... Is ultraviolet part one. of... Oh, okay.
2: No, I can do... Do you it. have to pick one? Yeah, ultraviolet or iTunes. What? The ultraviolet stuff, I've not had any... Uh, success with. Okay. So uh, I know I, a
3: lot of people who have not had success I, with it. Then I'm sorry. For the I layman, what's, what's the, the ultraviolet stuff again? Is the what? The new digital download format where you can... Okay. G- it's basically in the cloud and you just bring it down. Is okay. that right, Brad? Where you can just own it. Yeah. Right? So you just own a digital copy of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's similar to iTunes, but... Let's see, you can, uh, with, with Ultraviolet, you can stream it or download it. Okay. And I'm not having any luck with with the uh, Ultraviolet, so I just as soon download.
3: I tried, it, I tried it. I can't remember what movie it was. I tried that. It may have been, were they doing that with Star Trek?
2: Uh, they've done it with several different ones.
3: And, yeah, I didn't have any luck, and I, I tried it twice and then just gave up.
0: Bummer. I have... Uh... I've never tried to do that kind of stuff. I'm somewhat interested in the uh, the score. For what? Uh, the Avengers. Isn't that the uh. other thing that you can get? I, I'm kind of bummed out, too, because cause honestly, how much... I realize that, that that a penny is a penny, and a penny saved is a penny earned, um, as far as the movie studio is concerned. But uh, you could have just thrown a CD in there. I mean, you're already... it's. You know how much does it cost to print a CD? Yeah, when you're mass marketing them, yeah, when it, costs, I mean, yeah it, it, it probably costs, costs cost like a like, few
3: cents, right? You know, and then you multiply that times you know however many discs yeah. you're making, and then the weight of it because they're shipping and you know yeah, all that. I, I I do that realize Brad probably knows more about that since he's doing logistical yeah. stuff now.
0: I mean, I realize it's it, the cost is cumulative, but it still <laughs> seems like you know they knew they were going to sell you know, a billion dollars worth of these DVDs. It's not like it would have cut their profit margin down to the bone or we anything. could make
3: uh, a billion point two or a right. billion. Right. We're going to make a billion point two. Well, and if,
0: if any percentage <laughs> of that's going into somebody's pocket, then you totally understand why they're doing it the way they are doing it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, that's the one thing I don't remember the music. Huh, and uh, okay, um, I think I just backed myself into a verbal corner. Very awesome powers, like, but I don't remember the music being memorable.
3: Yeah, what was the Avengers theme? Did they, I'm sure they had one.
0: Uh, there was one, and it, it was it was decent, but I don't remember thinking. You know, there are times. You know, I'm going to uh, look it up. the The one example I come back to time and time again. Sorry, this is this is borderline ad nauseum for those of you listening, but uh, the incredible soundtrack. I could listen to that thing over and over again. Every time I watch that movie, and I've watched that movie as many times as I've watched probably any other movie the side of Caddyshack in my life, um, thanks to my kids, and every time I list, I watch that movie, I just, I am blown away by the music. Michael Giacchino, you rock, and he's just, he is absolutely channeling John Barry who wrote many uh, Bond scores. Steve the Avengers? Yeah. I remember it being... Worthwhile, but not inspired
3: oh here's a yes. girl dressed up as Mrs. Ms uh, Marvel yeah it looks like she's playing the Avengers theme on a on a violin. cool. well good
0: for her I didn't even know that Ms. Marvel could do that crazy. <laughs> I'm thankful that
3: she that's took really
2: cool. the
0: time to dress up as Ms. Marvel.
3: <laughs> and that's the,
0: uh, that's the classic um, Dave Cockrum designed uh, 80s and 90s and early aughts uh, Ms. Marvel costume.
3: That's actually cute. Let's see. Not, She's a
0: cosplayer. Not the totally classic uh, red, red One with a cape that uh, she wears in the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon. Which basically, I'm, I'm also, uh, as far as that's concerned... Although something I was going to throw into the uh, uh, last week's uh, fall TV discussion was uh, DC Nation is back, and uh, so, are the, uh, so are the Marvel cartoons. Um, so I wonder how many more is- uh, episodes of uh, Avengers EMH we've got. And I'd be really torn up if they weren't going to debut another Avengers cartoon after they canceled this one.
3: Is Did there, you say DC Nation is back, though?
0: DC Nation is back. We're uh, we're two episodes. Uh, uh, we've seen two episodes now of, uh, of Green Lantern. Um, I bet
3: you I deleted them because I, I've been recording all the Teen yeah, Titans or okay. the Young Justice. Yeah. I probably deleted them. And there's
0: two or maybe it's three episodes of Young Justice uh, that have come out now. No, I, th- I think it's just two. Um, so I watched the first Young Justice episode. It had uh, a lot to do with... Uh, um, Original Roy and Clone Roy, kind of dealing with the discovery of Original Roy, and uh, um, so it's the that Young Justice episode uh, uh, titled Satisfaction is uh, not a barn burner. It's uh, a lot of character development, uh, you know, at least for a Saturday morning cartoon, and it's good if if you like um, if you like the Young Justice, which I think is fantastic. By the way, I love the setup of it. Um, they've been doing this uh, whole invasion storyline for darn near the entire second season now. I mean, it's been going on for six, eight, ten episodes at least, um, somewhere in there. And the uh, the concept is that the Justice League were lured off-planet, and so the Justice League are not around right now. So Young Justice, i.e. the Teen Titans, um, they also, in between seasons one and season two, uh, the invasion storyline happened into season two because there was a five year gap. Where have you heard this story before between season one, and season two, and now, um, Robin has become nightwing and, uh, um, Superboy and Ms. Ms. Manhunter broke up and, you know, there's been other developments too, but, um, impulse has uh, shown up from the 25th century or wherever he came from. And, uh, there's been some cool changes. Uh, uh, Beast Boy or Changeling is now uh part of the act and um I've always dug him. So duly noted or what's his catchphrase? Yeah, yeah noted. Noted. Yeah. Which is uh which is pretty clever. Um so yeah, man, um the Avengers is uh wrapping uh wrapping up, I guess. And um uh, it's good stuff. And uh, you know, I'm sorry I still like cartoons and uh, Young Justice is uh, good, and I'm warming up to the Green Lantern. I still have issues with the animation style, um, but I'm enjoying the storylines.
3: Yeah, I've enjoyed it too. I think they do a good job of compressing the whole um, color schemes and just yeah. Well, and they're um, this year. The, the one thing I have had an issue with is that
0: this year the the, the big bad or this season is the Anti Monitor, mm-hmm. which is pretty much. Ripping the knob, you know, turning the knob to eleven and ripping it off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where where do they go from there? I guess they've still got plenty of uh, storylines like we've never seen. I don't think we've ever seen Sinestro. You know, um, as far as I, I don't remember. No, not yet. Um, you know, there's a lot of places they can take it. You know, we uh, uh, we've seen Red Lanterns, but we've never seen. Uh, we've never heard a peep of of you know any of the rest of the spectrum. As far as we know, it's just red and green. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: so there's plenty of, well, there's there. yellow. You have met yellow. Have we met yellow? Okay. Uh, there was that planet with the yellow rocks. Oh, right. But there but were yellow things. rings made out of that. I can't remember, but you know, that's where they're yeah, we
0: haven't, we definitely haven't gone to cord in the antimatter universe mm-hmm. yet. Um, so yeah, there's, I guess there's plenty of places for it to go, but, uh, um, it, it felt like season one took a long time to get off the ground as it were. But, um, uh, yeah, season two's been kind of cool. Uh, they introduced Guy Gardner in uh, the first episode of season two. You know, Hal's been gone for months, you know, battling back the uh, the Red Lantern horde. And when he gets back to Earth, it turns out that uh, uh, Guy Gardner is the new Green Lantern of Earth. And um, this may strike you as, uh, as just crazy talk, but uh, there's some friction between Hal and Guy. <laughs> I know. I know. Sounds crazy, but it's true. Uh, but they do. They write him. Uh they write him pretty well and if I remember right, uh uh he is voiced Guy Gardner's voiced by Dietrich Baker. Um Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies uh, remake. And oh, okay. uh uh he was also uh uh the voice of Batman and Batman Brave and the Bold. Yep. So good stuff. He does a good job. If I about that. So yeah. I'm trying to remember what else is on my action list. Oh yes, Frank. Frank I got a question for you.
3: Yes, Frank.
0: How's your bread shop doing,
3: dude? Oh, the bread shop's doing great. We're selling lots of uh lots of pumpernickel.
0: They're selling like hotcakes. Sourdough.
3: Hotcakes aren't doing that well. Would
0: you go that far? Well, that's good. Um because I am glad that you're doing well. Um I hope that that continues. Um because frankly, <laughs> sorry, no pun intended. Dude, you're about to have some competition. What? No, it's true. We thought this whole Frank's Bread Store thing was a genius idea. And it's, a, it's always a drag when one entrepreneur, one brilliant entrepreneur, has, has an idea, fills a market niche. And then sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it takes a couple of years for somebody else to catch on. But inevitably the big corporate behemoths will come in and try to swamp the mom and pop operation. Well, we see it happen all the time. You yeah. know, you know the, the 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 cobbler, you know, goes out of business because
3: Walmart moves into their town. You know, we, we see that kind of thing happen all the time. Because you know, I, I destroyed grandma's sweet little bread shop when I started my behemoth. Did you? Yeah.
0: Well then I don't feel quite so bad. Um, but yes, there's someone Frank that is gunning for your business. What? No, it's true. Am I potted up over here? Yes, sir. You're good. I can prove it. Um, Here we go. Sorry, Frank.
1: I'm Batman, and there's just two things I believe in. Justice and freshly baked bread. Uh But if you're like me, you have a hectic schedule of crime fighting. That's why I use the Dark Knight Bread Riser. Developed by Wayne Enterprises, the Dark Knight Bread Riser can withstand a rocket fired by a penguin. It has temperature control to protect it from freeze guns. And it dings when your dough is ready. I love that sound. And if you're called away to battle evil, the Bread Riser has different settings to match how long you'll be gone. From the Joker... Whoa. killer moth <laughs> ah perfect so use the dark night bread riser for perfect bread every time mm, just like mother used to make mother father i will avenge you i will become a bread baker the dark night bread riser i am the night because during the day i make bread
2: it sound like, <laughs> a, like a simpsons voice was that
0: a
1: simpsons voice
0: Sounded very Now should I should I give it up? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, should I give it the secret? Yeah. That comes off one of the more underrated um I don't even know if it's a kids thing. I think it's a young adult thing. But have you seen um Cartoon Channel something like, I don't Cartoon know. Cartoon Network? Was? Cartoon Network? Uh Mad TV. Oh. That was from Mad TV? That's a sk- not not the uh not the the old uh, really overrated right. uh, comedy sketch show. But the new fifteen minute cartoon. Based on oh. Mad, Mad Magazine. Now oh. Bill, Bill
3: and I it, have watched the I have watched a couple episodes. Those things I, are really clever, man. All right, the ones I've seen are horrible. Really? I've only seen two. And the first one was so bad I couldn't believe how bad it was, so I had to watch a second one. Okay. And I was just like, wow, this is just as bad. And I turned it off. You need to
0: see the episode uh well, okay. Um I maybe maybe you're just a lot smarter than I am, um, but uh, this this clip comes from the episode uh, entitled "Taking Nemo," <laughs> and uh, Liam Neeson ends up uh, helping uh, um, <laughs> uh, Marlin get his son back. Okay, that's oh, well, by I mean, punching people in the face. That's they're, funny. They're
2: already starting. I read today. They're already starting production on Taken Three. Stop. Taken stop. 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 Well, I mean, it more, it's a moneymaker, man. I
0: just, I, I hated the idea of that movie first time around. I almost do spit takes every time I see commercials for Taken 2. Really? I, I mean, I hated the ad campaign for the first movie so much. I absolutely would not see it. I will find you and I will kill you. Really? I, ha- I have. Well, thanks. The, the, the kids, um, I, I guess I'll explain this movie to you in 10, 15 years.
3: I, I, um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, when, when that movie came out, it just seemed like it didn't really capture my imagination. Like, oh, I got to see that. It just kind of looked like one of those kind of action a, movies that, yeah. that is very forgettable. And well, when they made the second one, I was just like, really?
2: I think it made a lot of money. Yeah, it must have. I want to see. I never saw the first one. Yeah. And I've I've always wanted to see the first one. And then the okay. second one makes me want to see the first one even more. I'm looking for I mean, the name. Honestly, I think I'd rather see the transporter. Okay, there again. Uh, Nicolas Cage basically did a yes, taken ripoff. It's
0: called Stolen. You're absolutely kidding me. No, I'm not. Steal stealing and it's called Stolen. And did he talk about this on
2: Saturday Night Live? No, News? no. It's on. <laughs> it's it's. You can look up Stolen on
0: IMDb. Oh
2: no. <laughs>
3: So I will find you, and I will
0: hurt Wait. you. Hey. Wait! I will find you, and I will
3: kill you. <laughs> no, Wait. you got you got to change it just a little bit. So it's not kill
1: murder. I will find you, and I will hurt you. <laughs> I will locate you, and I will and I will harm you. I have a very certain group of abilities. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am in a lot of debt, and I will do anything for money.
0: What's and, amazing is that it's not that he's in debt. It's that he spends money so fast. And it's like, like Brewster's millions and Nicholas Cage. It's like, what could you possibly spend all that money on? I mean, you're making millions every single time you step foot on a movie set. And you step foot books. on a lot of movie
3: sets. Comic books and gravy. I mean, I guess gravy's not cheap. I mean, I yeah, I I never heard. I always heard this rumor that he was financially unsound or something like this. Like he had just
0: well, the idea is like, just I mean, he spends money as fast as he can, so he's always having to get more money, which seems crazy. Now, of course, he's related to the Coppola family, so he may have the. Um, I may believe have the, the correct pronunciation is Coppola. So yeah. I knew you are going to go there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to mess that one up. That's Why? that's on me. Are you guys selling
2: penis my ears? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I'm so derailed. All right, that. we're I at an hour. don't know where to go. Let's just wrap it. We're at an hour. Okay. <laughs> was there anything we didn't get to? I don't know what the
2: rest of the list looked like. I wasn't kidding. It was too long. I'm sure there was something we didn't get to, but you know what? If we didn't get to it, it probably doesn't matter.
3: God probably didn't want us to, Bill. God probably didn't <laughs> want us to. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it wasn't important or I wouldn't have forgot it.
0: right?
2: Exactly. Oh, that's right.
3: You've been listening to a half hour. I'm radioactive. Wasted. Po- a proud member of the HHWLOD Podcast Network. Visit the show's website at halfhourwasted.com to check out blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit the message board at Forum for Geeks. Send your comments and questions to halfhourwaste at gmail.com, or you can also drop us an individual email at Brad Frank or Bill at Half Hour Wasted. Follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Leave us a voicemail at 972 798 3830. And be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. Wait, which comes stop out the music. Every Thursday. Stop. Okay,
0: don't stop the music. You know what we forgot to do? What? what? We didn't watch Arrow. Until We've not told anybody week. about Arrow yet. What
3: is wrong with us? We are poor broadcasters. Well, that'll be the next show, Bill. We'll talk all about Arrow if you want. All right, man. (laughs) If you want. Until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I'm Batman. And we'll see you next time on Half Heart With